0: NFL Fish and Chip Podcast. Here, Dan Fish. Here, Chip Daily. There. How are we doing, Chip?
1: Doing all right. Dan, how are you this fine day? Um. Well, I'll tell you what. I
0: was uh, nine and seven picking games this last weekend. Straight up. That's seven and nine versus the spread, though. that's a nice so, five hundred total. Just, just what we aim for here. That is what we aim for on here. <laughs> if you can be five hundred, you're good. Yes, on this, on this show, five hundred is A plus in our books. C's get degree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think five hundred. All right, week is two is C, in you know. the books. Week two is in the books. Chip. Week three is upon us. Upon. Got Brown Steelers tonight AFC North. I think it's going to be Nashua. 10 to
1: 3. Think an 11 5. 11 to 4. 11 to 5. 5 5 just is going to four.
0: <laughs> two safeties is harder than one. So I'll just take the one safety and a field goal. Touchdown Whoa. 2 point point. Right.
1: field goal. Oh, I see. It. I th- okay, yes. 11, yes.
0: 11 5. 11 oh, 5. <laughs>
1: Steelers. See? Browns. 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 And Browns, they are trying hard to lose lately. And, well, they did lose last week. (laughs) They should have lost to Carolina. We went over that with that bogus call. And then last week, man, that was one of the biggest comebacks ever. It was the week of the comeback. Joe Flacco. He's elite. That was this man. There were so many comebacks last week. How many? A, cu- a couple. How many comebacks were there? Sorry, that was my bad. <gasps> At least three big ones. There's probably more. Uh, if you count the Chiefs coming back against the Chargers, that one was pretty close the whole time, but they technically came back. From what, 10? Uh, well, Yeah. It was...
0: 17-7?
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. the did the, the Bucs no, they were that game was three to three like the whole time. That was big. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah. <laughs> big comeback, the Jets. They were down 30 to 17 with two minutes left. I found this stat from the Star Tribune in Minneapolis. This is this is just a very nitpicky stat, but teams were two thousand two hundred and twenty-nine and zero. When leading by 13 or more points in the final two minutes since Week Nine of 2001, so basically 21 years, teams had 2,229 wins and zero losses when they had a 13 or more point lead. And why it went back to Week Nine was because that was also when the Browns lost <laughs> to the Bears, to the Vikings, not to the oh, Bears. I thought since it was in the yeah, I thought, since it was in the paper, they were leading at 31 to seven. Is when I found Ooh. the bears In the scored fourth? yeah wow. the bears scored touchdowns with the thirty two second mark and the eight second mark <laughs> and uh I can't have been thirty one then that number must maybe it must have been twenty one okay that makes it must have sense. been twenty one to seven fat fingered it man I was typing it on my phone and yeah Usually do it on my keyboard. Twenty-one to seven, there. <laughs> but yeah, the Bears scored two touchdowns in the final thirty-two seconds and sent it to overtime. So they won in overtime. Then the Bears did, but this last week against the Jets, man, final two minutes, they got two. What was it touchdowns. eighty-three
0: seconds? Eighty-three total seconds
1: to fourteen points. It's all Joe Flacco needs. It's cool. big comeback. They scored. Uh, Oh, wait, that was the length of time. <laughs> Two plays, 75 yard touchdown <laughs> to make it 30 to 24. Then they had nine play, 53 yard drive to make it 31 to 30. And the Jets won. The Jets comeback. Jet Jets season. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. The other big comeback in the afternoon or the noon o'clock hour, central time, 1 p.m. Eastern. The noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. <laughs> the time. The Dolphins against the Ravens. Man, oh, that was that was your pick. Was no. What was your pick nope. this week? The Bengals.
0: My other one didn't do well either.
1: <laughs> that one, I couldn't believe. I couldn't the, believe it either. The Dolphins and Ravens. Like, the Jets one, I guess, was a little more unprobable because it all happened so fast. But, man, the Dolphins scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. What's what's the quick math? It was 35 to 14.
0: Oh, they were down 17, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: No? 17? I don't know. Yeah, they were down a bit. It was 30. Yeah,
1: 35 to 14. Going into the fourth. Wow. And then two decides mm-hmm. to pop off. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Four touchdowns. All yeah, all, all four touchdowns are passing touchdowns. What a game. What a game. The Dolphins, man, they got some speedy guys. Okay, I do. I, okay, whatever. I'm going to say this. I, I
0: don't care if anybody hears me say this. I don't know who the guy is that coaches Miami. I can't even remember his name. Man, oh, whenever I guy, look at him I'm just like how is this guy a, a <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this guy a head coach how is this guy a head coach he looks he's like great. he's like he looks like he learned how to play the game on Madden Nana
1: oh yeah he looks like a true <laughs> fantasy football nerd and he's, <laughs> he's fulfilling coach and he's fulfilling everyone's dream of becoming a real coach instead of a fantasy coach
0: yeah this is the this is the league proposal that I had in the office <laughs> If a franchise hasn't made the playoffs in, what what did I say, like 10 years or something like that, then the there's a fan that gets hired to be the head coach or GM or something.
1: Yeah, Mike McDaniels, <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah, he was the fan that was chosen. I just look at him and I'm like, what? No. Wait, he does not he look anything good. like a coach. No. <laughs> Changing the stereotypes and the boundaries, man. That's what we're here for. That was a big game. Big win. The Dolphins offense looks like it can, well, obviously it can score some points. Two, uh, just one touchdown away from tying the record. <laughs> so I know a few weeks ago we meant, mentioned Matt Flynn. Right, that, that six touchdown game, we were kind of talking about quarterbacks that have done a six touchdown game. Nick Foles. Matt Flynn
0: was not a six touchdown game. His was five. Oh, his was six. No. Because I had a stat on this too, (laughs) I looked it up.
1: Six against Detroit, forty-five to forty-one was the final score. He had four hundred eighty yards, six touchdowns, one interception. Two thousand twelve, January first.
0: Okay, maybe my stat was just years, like in a time frame, but. or maybe it's active players that have thrown six touchdowns in the game. Do you want to take a guess at who's active that has done that?
1: Oh, I, I recorded that because I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, six or more or six total?
0: Six or more touchdowns passing in a game active players.
1: Uh, Aaron Rodgers has done it, I think, twice. Tom Brady's um, done it? I don't
0: think so.
1: Man, I was just looking at this list.
0: Okay, anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's since like 2017 or something. But like the most pe- most recent people to do this. You ready for this? Yes. Patrick Mahomes has two. And two same times year. Done. Yeah. And then Mm-mm. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Yes. Has a six touchdown game. I did not remember that one at all. And Nick Foles of the Indianapolis Colts had a seven touchdown game.
1: Nick Foles, man, Foles. Aaron yeah, Rodgers I just, I, has done it twice. Okay. Tom Brady's done it twice.
0: Okay. I don't remember what the year was on this stat that I just remembered, but
1: it was 2018. Mm. I know. I, I was looking it up because like, when is the last person to do six? And it was Mahomes. oh,
0: I remember what. I remember what the stat is. Six touchdowns before the age of twenty-four. That's what the oh. stat was. Mahomes did it twice. Nick Bowles Mitch Travisk. And then there's long other long one other one I can't remember. Uh, two, uh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's why the stat came out. Who's okay. who's throwing six touchdowns before the age of twenty-four? You know. Yeah, that changes it the age thing. That's what it was. Now I remember. Thank you. All of this circling around the answer to find it.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a weird list. It is a weird list. <laughs> basically, Miami fans don't get too hyped up until yet. <laughs> I mean, he does already look better than Mitch Trubisky did, but, you know, there's been oh, some yeah. random people that throw six. As I just said. Yes. So, I mean, look
0: how good Mitch Trubisk looks up in Pittsburgh right now. I mean, he obviously well. panned up.
1: <laughs> yes. He did make the playoffs. It's probably that same year that he had a six touchdown game.
0: Probably that was the only year he was good. Yeah, and weren't some know. people like, "Oh, he might sneak into the MVP conversation." <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that like a little thing? At probably, one? Like probably the, yeah. Like when they were winning early. Uh uh-huh. huh. <laughs> Pump the
1: brakes, guys. Yep, two is probably up there right now. Yeah, probably in his conversations. It's a long like season.
0: Mahomes. Mahomes probably has a shot, but I, d- I doubt it the way that you know, PFF hates on him. Yes. He's Arizona. like the 10th best quarterback in the league. Oh, he probably dropped him last week. Probably, no doubt. he sucked. He sucks so bad.
1: Man, actually, no, he's probably higher because he had a worse game. There was one more big comeback. Arizona. Kyler Murray, man. Yeah. That one hurt my feelings.
0: That one, that one did hurt my feelings a little
1: bit. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't really
0: like expect the the Cardinals to win that game, even when they were driving, you know, to win or tie or whatever. And I was just like, it can't yeah. happen
1: again today. I started yeah. uh, writing a note on my phone at like halftime that said, "Is it time to trade Kyler?" Question <laughs> mark. And then, of course, yep, he channeled all his energy into the fourth quarter. Finally, realized he was playing football and not a video game. <laughs> Uh, oh, man, there was oh, that late stat I found. So he was my uh, Daily Fantasy sack of the week last week. Yes. I was kind of locked in on it. And then there was some late news I didn't know about. Call of Duty had their beta last weekend for their new game. So it was a test weekend where people could play the new game. And I had that stat of Kyler Murray always does worse when there's double experience in Call of Duty. But this is a whole new thing, man. This is a brand new game you could have tested. Yeah. Probably why Hey, you were scared. I was scared. That's why I took him three quarters. He's probably playing it in halftime. I had a good take
0: on this, though. I said it was actually a blessing in disguise for the cards. Because they were in Vegas.
1: Who knows what he would have been doing if he couldn't have played video games. Do you think he's a gambler like that? Or do you think he would just play video games only? He'd go to the club. Pick all of He'd the Go club. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> go to the club and pull out a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, <laughs> They got a fun yeah. set on the Raiders. Close your ears, uh, Raiders fans. In the history of the Raiders, which is a long time, they were thirty-nine and zero when they had a twenty or more point lead at halftime. This week they were leading twenty to zero at halftime, and they lost twenty-nine to twenty-three. Howie, so they are now thirty-nine and one with the 20-point lead at halftime. Arizona scored three touchdowns and two two-point conversions in the final 21 minutes. And <laughs> some of those two-point conversions were just nuts. Like, Kyler, Kyler was... I don't know. He had so much time and he couldn't find anyone, and then he scrambled. Like, I think he ran like 60 total yards on one of those two-point conversions. Did you see what... <laughs> There was this report that came out of a scout that watched Kyler Murray or something. Did you see his description of Kyler no. Murray when he runs? No. He said, it's an NFL scout. He said, Kyler Murray looks like a toddler that stole your phone when he runs. <laughs> uh, I think that's very accurate. Ding, ding, ding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got your phone. You're like, he almost gets his speed out in front of his body, you know? Yeah, like leans back and runs, you know. Uh-huh. Oh man! All right, you ready for some stuff that I got? Yeah, I got some juicy stuff. I like juice. Got some juicy stuff over here. Okay. Stats. All right. So you know, I took uh, Cincy last weekend. And they lost to uh-huh. Dallas, and we we're sounding the know, alarms but, in Dallas. It was. It was. Yeah, still am. But uh anyway. Cincy, you know, I'm rooting for them because I want my survivor pick to be right. Also my pick of the week for the spread. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so um, let's see here. So they're driving late, and I believe it wasn't like as significant of a play as it might have been because I think they might have picked up a first down late. But Jamar Chase dropped, like, a wide open pass right in his hands. And I was like, Uh-oh. it was like a quick route. And I was like, dang, man. Because I, I thought maybe catch it, house it, you know, something like that. But then it got me thinking. Remember last year when he was a rookie in the preseason, all the drops he had?
1: Yes, that's right. And people were Pe- nervous. People were
0: worried that he was going to be a bust. Anyway, he put those doubters to bed. Last season, but with this drop, it just like hit me. I gotta look up NFL drops. Guess what? I found based off this season, Chase is tied for the league lead in drops mm-hmm. this year. Done, done, done. Five, four,
1: two, two. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is hot, Jamar Chase. Yeah, he's leading the league in drops. Time to panic in Cincy. Uh-huh.
1: Speaking of Cincy, I got a stat to add.
0: Actually, Bur- but I, I do want to say... Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. Joe Burrell, Uh, you know, last year and the year before, when he tore his ACL, there was all this talk about they need a better line to protect him because he gets sacked so much. Last year, he was sacked 51 times for the whole season, which was a lot. But this year, he's on pace to be sacked 111 times. And they have supposedly be. a, a better O line. Better O line. <laughs> I also had a look. The record. Maybe he's most, just cursed. Maybe the record for most sacks sacked quarterback in a season is David Carr, not Derek Carr. David Carr and the Texans in 2002. 76. Joey might <laughs> uh, might go for that. Yeah. So anyway, with Chase
0: and his drops, like. Obviously, two drops—not a big deal. It's been two weeks, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Things will work their way out. But however, I do have who he's tied with, and with the people that also have two two drops are uh, doesn't encourage you to think that Jamar Chase should be in this group. Is so here's head? who else has two drops. Ready? Uh, yep. <laughs> 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 he's one of them. I feel like those he's are both one on, <laughs> on Monday. Probably, uh, Jalen Waddle. Surprisingly, oh. uh, I think it, is it Isaiah McKenzie. Is that like the running back for Buffalo or
1: something? Uh he's their slot guy. I don't
0: know. Tyler Higby for the Rams. Mm. Fryer of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brandon Cooks for the Texans. Rex Burkhead for the Texans.
1: Those are the guys he's tied with. That's not That's a good funny. company. I mean, some of them are usually pretty good, though, like Waddle and Cooks,
0: but yeah. they both probably have a
1: lot of targets as well.
0: Yeah. TJ Hawkinson also, two drops. That's mm. uh, scoring NBC Sports. Okay.
1: All, All right. right.
0: Light up the beacons, ring the sirens. I got a hot take. It's getting getting spicy now.
1: Another hot take. Sound the alarms.
0: All right. This will be my last thing before we wrap up segment one. Here oh, we go. I got a couple more things. Hot going. take on the weekend of week three. Okay. So the whole NFC North right now division is tied at one-on-one. Yes. Okay. Hot take. Have you looked at the matchups for the weekend? Green the Bay NFC going North? to Tampa. Yeah. Green Bay going to Tampa. Big L. Houston coming up to Chicago wiping the floor with them, big L. And Detroit comes to Minneapolis and beats the Vikings. And Detroit, after week three, will lead the NFC North
1: after Oh, Sunday. boy. Ooh. Hot take. You don't think Look at Chicago me. Could I'm on the
0: Detroit Lion bandwagon. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe everything is, like, soured in their mouth now after the whooping that they got from the Packers. (laughs) Yeah. So, Houston comes up there and knocks them off. I mean, Houston's playing with confidence. Yeah, you're right. They 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 tied the Colts. They played with the Broncos. I mean, they're playing good. The Colts are a disaster. I don't know. Speaking of of of
1: disasters, wait till you hear segment two. (laughs) Yes, that. But (laughs) speaking of divisions... The AFC South, man, that whole division has one win. Jacksonville, they're leading the division now with a one on one record. No one else in that division has a win. They had to the beat the team in the division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For somebody to have a win. The rest of They've the had league.
0: two matchups inside division. And they only got one
1: win. One win. <laughs> I have a few of the random stats. You think we got time for them? Sure. Rattle him. Let's do. Rattle him. Speaking of the lines that you're super high on, there were some records set last weekend by Amon Ra, St. Brown, the sun god wide receiver, second-year player. He has a new record of eight straight games of eight or more catches. That actually ties the NFL record. So he's at eight games in a row with eight or more catches. And he set a record of six straight games with eight or more catches and a touchdown. That is a new record. So, eight or six games with eight catches and a touchdown record. Wow. Yeah. You know, and then, so the Jets, you know, they had the big comeback against the Browns this week. And there was a random comment I saw by a Jets fan that said, The only team the Jets don't lose to is the Jets. And then someone was like, Well, actually, they've also never beat the Eagles. And I was like, What? Both those teams have been around so long. And sure enough, the Jets are 0 12 against the Eagles. No way! Yeah, in the history of the NFL, the wow. Jets have never beat the Eagles. And then that got me curious: Are there any other teams that have never beat another team? And the answer is yes. I bet the Texans haven't beaten a lot of teams. Yeah, they're the one because they're the newest team. When did they? When were yeah. they formed?
0: Founded? Two thousand? I
1: think two thousand two was the year that
0: you had that stat because you're so bad. After the expansion, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, gave up 72 sacks. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was 2002.
1: Yeah, okay, that sounds right. So, the Texans, there's two teams they have not beat one is the Vikings (laughs) 0 5 against the Vikes, and the other one, the Eagles 0 5 against the Eagles. The Eagles can't be beat. Yeah, the Eagles are the only team in the league that are undefeated against two teams, two current franchises. If you want to get super,
0: I bet there's a bunch of teams that they only have one win against. And also, I bet the Jags are in the same boat.
1: I bet the Jags are in the same boat. I mean, there's some really awful records like 1 in 12 or 1 in 10. But yeah. And if you want to get super nitpicking, go back to the 20s and 30s when there was like the Duluth Eskimos were a team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like you can go way back and find that. But I'm talking current franchises. All right. And then one last thing to end the segment. The passing leaders, have you seen this list of the, who the current quarterbacks leading the league in yards are? Uh, No, I haven't. Should I guess? Sure.
0: Um, Maybe Patrick Mahomes, but probably
1: not. He's not in the maybe, top
0: five. Maybe Lamar? No. Um, I don't
1: think it's even Josh Allen. Josh Allen is fourth in yards. 614 yards. So there's three guys that have more than 614 yards so far. Jalen Hurts, obviously. Uh, no, I don't think he had that many in the first week. He's probably around 500.
0: <laughs> um, I honestly don't even have a right now. Miami Tua. Tua yeah, had two, like...
1: Tua two is, is leading the league. He is. Okay. 739 yards passing. Wow. The next two, man. These are just out of nowhere. <laughs> Jerry Gaff? No. Um
0: Gino Smith baby. No. <laughs> uh
1: Davis Mills. No. Okay, I don't know. Not that far out. All right, Carson Wentz is number 2. Okay, Six, sure. Yeah, 50 yards.
0: Yep, couple high scoring
1: games. And number Higher 3 Mr. Elite Maine himself, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, six hundred sixteen yards. So the leaders in the league right now through two weeks for just yards are Tua, Tonga Viola, Carson Wentz, and Joe Flacco. Just as we all expected, elite. Yes, the elite of the elite.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to segment two. Let's get some fantasies up in here and other things. Fishman's podcast. We're back after this. All right, let's go. I'm the fire. I don't know if you want to keep this. Ba, 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 ba.
1: I like it. I like the enthusiasm. Hey. Dan's ready to rock. No, I'm good. Let's do it. Ready to roll. This is the. Ba, ba. <laughs> Every time you try to sing, I think your mic like thinks it's some background noise, so it tries to cut it out. Unfortunately, but so oh, we miss some of on. your beautiful voice but that's okay it's that's fine we we it's... know you know we know you're trying <laughs> <laughs> so sorry all right segment two give the people what they want oh no we all want singing and dancing that's i singing. want the daily fantasies that's what i need the daily fantasies all right here we are the time to make some quote, quote quote money or have fun have fun with your fantasy stuff this is all about fun all right, last week, as I mentioned earlier, my favorite stack. So I narrowed it down to two. My favorite one I picked was Kyler Murray, which he actually did okay based off the fourth quarter. He had a rushing conversion and stop. I think he ended up being like the fifth-best quarterback. There was a lot of big scores last week by players. Uh, Marquise Brown, he was okay. He was inches from a touchdown. So I not really would have set it off, and... Greg Dortch, the chief receiver for Arizona, was also pretty good. He got a touchdown again. But my bring-back option of Devonta Adams was not good. However, my secondary oh. stack, if you listen to that one, instead of my favorite, that was Lamar Jackson plus Bateman plus Andrews. <laughs> that was hot. They all had touchdowns. Spicy. Spicy. And I said bring it back with Tyreek Hill. <laughs> he had the highest score of the week for wide receivers. So if you would have done that, you would have the number one quarterback, number one receiver, and number one tight end on your team for fantasy scores. But then on the flip side, you know, Tua went off as well. So if you did a Tua stack with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you are probably sitting better off. <laughs> anyway, we're on to week three. As you know, I like to look at the implied totals when I look at my lineups. This week, there are two games above 50 projected points. That is Detroit at Minnesota and Buffalo at Miami. Each of those, uh, at least when I looked, was 53.5 points each. There are three other games in the high 40s. Jacksonville at the Chargers, Rams at Arizona, and Kansas City at Indianapolis. They're all between 48 and 49.5 points. Uh, I think that Detroit-Minnesota game, I... (laughs) Because Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff are so cheap, you can make some pretty decent lineups with them. But at the same time, I don't think those quarterbacks are going to be ones that will win you a tournament if you're going for a win. Unless you fill your lineup with like the other players that decide to pop off. So I'm not, I, I wouldn't fault you if you go with one of those stacks this week. There's a lot of good options this week. There are. And I think Kirk and Goff are the cheap ones that you could build this week. However, I had to do some research because I really just want to stick to one line of the week. And I know they just these guys just had a huge game on Monday. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So I think it's hard to replicate that, but that's who I'm going with. It's my favorite stack. Uh, they are expensive. Josh Allen is the most expensive quarterback. However, DraftKings always has their, like, Lineup options set, I think Monday. So it's before that game. And right now, Stefan Diggs is the highest scoring wide receiver in fantasy, especially after this three touchdown game this week. But he's priced at the fifth highest. So he's actually still kind of underpriced. So I think it's still a good time to buy Diggs because he's overachieving and he's a target monster right now. So I'm going with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. And then in order to save some money, I think go with the tight end, Dawson Knox. He hasn't seen a whole lot of action yet. But I know Dawson Knox isn't Mark Andrews, but Mark Andrews just lit up Miami. Uh, so I yeah, like that. Dawson oh. Knox had a good game on Monday, I thought. It was pretty good. Yeah. He's coming around. I mean, he had some uh, if sad If Gabe off- Davis is out, he should get more. Yeah, comments. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Watch Gabe Davis. Dawson Knox had some sad off season stuff, I think, in August. So he's probably still not fully focused on football, but he's. I think he's getting there. Um, the The unfortunate thing about this stack is I think it's going to be very popular, especially after what Miami did last week. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with Josh Allen, Diggs, and Knox, and then bringing it back with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill because Jalen Waddle is slightly cheaper. And I think Tyreek Hill is going to be more popular. Today. Not to say that Jalen Waddle is going to outscore him, but you know. So that that's where I'm leading right now. And I'm narrowing it down to that one stack and that's where i'm leaving it there's so many other options i could have got into but i'm not gonna let myself do that oh the fun stat this is what influenced my decision on this wow i almost forgot it so josh allen and uh he played for the bills they're in, play miami they're in the same division so they play each other twice a year josh allen's record against miami since he's been in the league is seven and one with a 106.8 passer rating which is very good So he plays very well against Miami, which is another reason why I like this stack. And that's where I'm leaving. Josh Allen, Stephon I like it. Thank you. On to Dan. What's the spread? What's the spread? All right.
0: Actually, this week, I like a lot of games on the spread this week, which last week I feel like I was pulling hairs. Um, Ended up going two and three on the weekend again. Uh, I'll give you five, and I got three honorable mentions. That's half the games this week. Wow. Doing lots of Alrighty, work. All righty. Here we go. Kansas City's look good on offense. Defense comes up with plays when they need to. They're looking fine for the beginning of the year. They're at Indianapolis, who has been nothing short of a dumpster fire. They've only scored 20 points this year, I believe, if I remember right. <laughs> and if that's the yeah. case, uh, you, averaging 10 points against the Chiefs does not bode well you normally got to score at least 30 to beat them. So uh, I'll take KC minus six at Indy. All right. Baltimore looked elite on offense this last weekend. The Patriots are average at best right now offensively. I'll take the better offense in this one. Baltimore plays good defense. I'd say the defenses are probably even, so I'll take the offensive edge here. Baltimore minus three at New England. Road dog for road favorites again. Been big. I had the hot take. I might as well back it up and solidify it with this pick. Detroit plus five and a half at Minnesota. It always seems like it's close between these two.
1: <laughs> Sometimes
0: does. I don't know. It does. It. I mean, it, it. always feels like it shouldn't be close, and then it is. You know. Yeah. And Detroit's put up points the last two weeks. I mean, oh, yeah. they're probably one of the highest scoring teams in the league. There's I mean, they went up to thirty both, both times. So. Um, If they score and Minnesota has a stagnant week like they did last week, or at least doesn't look perfect, should be close. And I think Detroit wins this out, right? Like I said, that's my hot take.
1: Uh, Very hot. Uh, To look at the uh, points scored, Detroit is tied for second with the Chiefs for most points scored at 71. Buffalo is 70. Bills are first. Yep. Yep. By one point.
0: All right. Tampa Bay is hosting. Aaron Rodgers and Greenway Green Bay
1: Packers. They're giving
0: one point to them, and Tampa's kind of owned them. Has Tom Brady lost to Aaron Rodgers since he went to Tampa? Uh, I feel like they've played about two or three times. I think look. He's, he might have lost one regular season matchup, but since then I think he's basically beat him every time. Tom, Tom's good. I mean, he might be without Mike Evans, but it's in Tampa. Home crowd, I think they play better. Um, they got a wake-up call last week. Green is feeling better, but um, wake up call for them this week, I think, against Tampa. Tampa minus one.
1: Um, so their head-to-head record: Rogers, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won three out of four
0: since he's been in Tampa.
1: No, all together it says all time.
0: Well, they played. Maybe that's just regular season because I definitely it must be played regular season. Yeah. They definitely played in the playoffs two years ago. When was
1: this article? This article was from a month ago.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll keep digging. Well, you keep going. I, I like Tom Brady against Aaron Pick of the week: Dan's money line. Pick of the week: Jimmy G is
1: back. Trey Lance is out for the year. Sunday. but I think I'm just gonna. Throw this is one
0: there. of the rare occasions where a quarter starting quarterback in the year gets hurt week two. And you feel like the team doesn't take a step back when they go to the number two. That's, That's a what I was rare occasion. <laughs> yes. It doesn't feel like they're taking a step forward, per se. Maybe slightly, in my opinion, but they're definitely not taking a step back. So I don't know. They're given one and a half against Denver. Denver hasn't looked great. I, I told them, I told you. But I don't believe yeah. the hype in Denver. I never thought they were going to be that great. Well, guess what? They're going to barely have one win after this. One. <laughs> a win was going to be against the Texans. So, San Fran, one and a half at Denver. Sunday night ugly. game? Sunday night. That is a Sunday night. This one could get Big ugly. Girl. Big girl. I, I could I could see San Fran
1: winning this by double digits. So. We'll
0: see.
1: I can see that happening, too. That's mm-hmm. my pick of the week, unless I like it. Unless Denver somehow gets together this week, but uh, they're struggling. Uh I can get three.
0: I I got three honor roll mentions.
1: Okay, yeah, do that. I uh, like
0: Carol. I like Carolina at home against the Saints division game, getting two and a half. I like Atlanta in Seattle, getting two. Atlanta looked good last week. I mean, they scored well against the Rams, so they can put up points against Seattle. I don't think Seattle's going to be able to cover the two. And then I also like Dallas going to going to the Giants, getting a point. I think Dallas wins that game all right. I think the Giants luck runs out this week.
1: That's yeah. a Monday night game.
0: Daniel Jones on Monday night, he'll start
1: tripping over yard lines. He's you know kind of like, like Kurt Cousins 2.0 do, on Monday. Do isn't you he? hear me? Do you hear me? He's he going to start tripping over yard lines. <laughs> <Yep>. yard lines.
0: <laughs> they just come out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> Those primetime games, the lights get on, and those yard lines just—they yeah, they have dude, a little lip on them. And they get blurry, trip you up sometimes. Can't see it. <laughs> so yeah, give me Dallas with that
1: too. So huh? getting uh, the point. As far as I can see, this is just Brady versus Rogers, round five. Sounds good. So, but yeah. Brady three and one.
0: Yep, three and one. Take it. Um, Thursdays. Thursday. Let's go. I got the Chiefs last week. Got me back to one and one And I convinced you to not take them.
1: <laughs> I saw it like deep down. I really wanted to. But then I was like, oh, man.
0: Well, one for the show to be different.
1: And the Chargers on my other team.
0: For two, I did I did some convincing to you. I'm like, you oh, did. Yeah, I'm super, I am worried about this. And I had good right to be nervous. I mean, the Chargers won the game for the first it half. They did, yeah. Three quarters almost, so.
1: However, the whole time watching, I just knew Kansas City was going to win. Like, I just yeah. I, I did not hope. have that
0: feeling early, but once it got late in the game, I'm like, Kansas City's going to
1: win. Even City when just- the
0: Chargers were driving, and then Herbert threw that interception, I was like, no, we got this. We got this.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kansas City just plays really well from behind with my homes. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, we got Pittsburgh at Cleveland tonight. Uh, like I said, Cleveland's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Disappointing loss against the Jets last week. Got to bounce back. Pittsburgh could say the same thing about New England, but I mean they kind of got injuries already for early in the year. Um, defense looks great. Offense, not so much. And for that reason, I think that Cleveland wins this game.
1: Me too. So, I'm also picking Cleveland. I don't, yeah, not, not much else to say. Steelers' offense looks rough. They don't have TJ Watt on defense. I think Cleveland will uh, win it. Like we were saying earlier, <laughs> 11, I, 11 to 5. I,
0: I don't expect a change. I don't expect to change a quarterback Pittsburgh yet. Like, I'm I'm thinking that's going to be the week six to eight, ten period, like where everybody finally knows, like for sure we we're not going to win with Mitch. Let's try somebody else. You know, oh. like he wants the he wants the whole fan base. And I mean, this is Tom when I'm talking about, he wants the whole fan base and, you know, all the, te- all the players in the locker room and the owner and everybody didn't know like this isn't going to work. Let's do, let's go a different route mm-hmm. before he does it. 'Cause once he does it, you can't go back on it, you know? Right. Once you throw that rookie in there, like you rip Where's him back out and now you just rookie? might erect yeah. him for his whole career. Can he pick it? Oh yeah, a guy from uh Pitt. With the eight with the eight inch hands or whatever. He needs <laughs> small hands, I think.
1: They're totally advertised <laughs> yes. hands.
0: That's a huge deal at the combine. All right. Um, both on Cleveland for Thursday. Both, both on Cleveland for Thursday. Now we get to the fun part. It's time for Survivor
1: picks of the week. Woo!
0: I didn't have so much fun last week. Yeah, Bengals let you down. We both got one point through two weeks. Here we're on to week three now. Um, no lifelines have been used yet. They're all in play. We have. I lifelines. guess I've picked first the last two weeks, so I'll keep the trend going. <laughs> I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Kansas City this week. Against
1: Indianapolis. I'm thinking, man, this might be the week to use the block because they're your favorite team, and they're good.
0: You're not worried about Matt Ryan maybe pulling uh, off an upset here? That's the thing. I I, absolutely
1: need it. I don't know. The, The only reason I'd use it is to block Kansas City for you all season, but if you're using them this week anyway, it doesn't really matter. I have I have
0: something to mention, but I don't want to sway you to to block me. But I have a good stat reason or reasoning why I think this is going to be an easy win for the Chiefs. Okay, not going to tell you because I don't (laughs) want you to block me. Um, When you say that I'm not blocking you, then I'll tell you. I mean, let's see.
1: Who's your pick? Let's get to let's get yeah. that out of the way first. All right, so I'm thinking I really think Cleveland's going to win tonight. So I'm narrowing it down between them and the Chargers. The Chargers are at home against Jacksonville. They just had kind of a you know letdown loss, but the thing holding me back on the Chargers is Justin Herbert. So what is he got, his actual injury? I never heard the results. Uh, cracked <laughs> rib cartilage, which I guess is very painful and. <laughs> the same doctor they still have the same doctor that punctured tyrod taylor's lungs oh god and he's gonna be doing yeah. the cortisone stuff yeah <laughs> yeah and it just came out i think last week that tyrod is suing the Chargers for five billion dollars for that insurance
0: oh why wouldn't you
1: yeah so that, that, that could have, the season that really
0: it totally affected his career going forward so he has a great year they might even keep him or some other team signed them to a bigger deal yeah, Justin, than what he and got. might not even play that year then.
1: Exactly. Wow. Uh, so I'm deciding uh, do I want to <clears throat> go the Chargers or do I want to go the Browns? I'd have to decide by today though because, you know, the game's tonight. You do. Right now. You gotta Shoot. decide right now. Shoot, man, because if I wait, and then Herbert's out. And then I got to panic and pick someone else. Sometimes you got to risk it to get that biscuit, man. Going Cleveland tonight. I figured you would. Going with the Brownies. Brownie the Elf. Brownie the Elf. You're not going to do it to me, are you? I'm deciding. Like, what other teams would I want to block for you if you use them? I mean, Kansas is so the like- big Kansas
0: City, Chargers, Buffalo, um, Tampa Bay, Rams. Those are probably the teams that you want to block. The worst scenario Maybe would be Baltimore.
1: I block the Chiefs, and then they lose this week.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> save me one? Thanks.
1: Yeah, I would save you then. Um I'm drawing this out way too long. Um yes you are. <laughs> so bad at decisions. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to you. I'm gonna block him. Oh no. No. <laughs> sorry man. Not really, but sorry. Yeah. I'm sure. What was your
0: stat? You're heartbroken. Andy Reid doesn't lose off buys, and he just played on Thursday, 10, like what's going to be like 10 days before this game. So, you think it's a buy? <laughs> so basically, it's like a half of a buy. You think he's not going to be ready for Indianapolis? Come on.
1: <sighs> I had uh, Well, I didn't have to, but I did it mostly because it's your favorite team as well.
0: Yep. I knew that. I knew that was the whole thing. But uh, all right. So, your block of pick is out. I can't use Kansas city this week or, or at all the rest of the year. Week. That's what I said. Ding dong. I said it at the same <laughs> time. Oh, now who? I don't even remember. Who the, who's the other team that I was even in
1: Cleveland.
0: See, I could just take them and play it safe. You could. Or the charters. Nope. Oh, let's do it this way. Hmm. I don't really love this pick, but I'm going to go
1: ahead. I'm going to take Buffalo this week. Buffalo? Oh, yeah, the other yeah, good block team. At Miami? yep.
0: Yeah. Josh Allen. They're having, seven they're seven having fun. Teams teams that have fun normally don't lose games like this when they're having a lot of fun playing, you know?
1: I think Miami's having fun, though, too. But Buffalo seems like they have more fun.
0: Yeah. Miami's having fun on one side of the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo's having fun, period. (laughs) They're having fun. And then. uh, You can block the Browns. I was actually going to copy it, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to wait to copy a good team because I can, because, you know, if you copy, you can still use that team yourself at some point.
1: Wait, this is is another thing. Are you going to copy when I pick the Chiefs?
0: That's what I could do. Interesting. Or could I? No, because you blocked them. But I'm not picking them myself. Like, I'm not using them on my pick. Like, I'm copying your pick. Like, I think that's possible. So I'm going to hold that out so maybe I can have a little taste of Kansas City later. Yeah, I mean... I don't uh... need to... Basically, <laughs> the point I'm getting at is I shouldn't waste it on the Browns when I could use it on, like, Buffalo again or the right, Ravens right. again. You know I what mean, I'm I did saying?
1: say steal a pick does not count as your team pick. So, I mean, I suppose technically you could...
0: Yeah, but is the block picked? I can't even use it for the copy. But yeah, I don't know, man. even if you so say so say I've already picked Cincinnati or Baltimore this year, I could still copy your pick when you pick them. Yes, even if it's a team that I've already picked. So
1: yeah, that w- yeah, that's what we wrote down. So
0: otherwise, like if you could only copy me, if you you know hadn't used that team, I just would pick teams that you've already used the whole year. Then you would never get to use that play fine. Oh okay, yeah, whatever. I digress. Anyway, give me Buffalo, I'm not using a lifeline. You're okay. down one lifeline. I'm down one more team than you. <sighs> Darn it. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> buffalo, let's go. Buffalo soldier. I guess we're wrapping it up, closing up shop here, huh? Yes, sir. Fish and Chip Podcast on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google Machine, Amazon. Most places you get your podcasts over there, Dan Fish, right here. Um, <laughs> on behalf of both of us and everybody else here at the Fish and Chip podcast, thank you for listening and tuning in every week. Stay sweet, universe
1: Stay sweet. Sure.